you don't know is after the tow truck came, the tow truck broke. <laughs> We're on. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Heavenly Father, I just uh, I ask you to bless us this morning. Bring the Holy Spirit and inspire us throughout the day. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. In three weeks, we are going to switch off Facebook. We are going to only be on Zoom. Here's the numbers. 914-005-5901. We'll be announcing that as we go along. We're going to switch over. So today, huh, funny thing to talk about, I guess. We're going to talk about a kid between the, between the ages of 15, 19 years old when he decided to go do this. Um, he had some things in life that uh, he was one of a couple and older brothers and he's the youngest. <clears throat> so we're going to be in... 1 Samuel, chapter 17. His name is David. Yep. Chapter 17, verse 3. The Philistines stood on the mountain on one side, and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side with a valley between them. And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistines named Goliath from God, whose height was six cubits in a span. That's roughly nine feet nine. He had a bronze helmet on his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze. That's about 125 pounds. So his coat's 125 pounds. David's probably soaking wet 125 pounds, but the coat's on it. I know I can't wear my leathers no more. They're too heavy. <laughs> and he had a bronze armor on his legs and a bronze javelin between his shoulders. Now the staff of the spear was like a weaver's beam, and his iron spear weighed 600 shekels, 15 pounds, and the shield bearer went before him. Then he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out to the lineup for a battle? I am not a Philistine, and you are the servants of... I am... Am I not a Philistine? See, I said that wrong. And you, the servants of Saul, choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. Right? This is all about... This is all about Goliath. I am not... Right? Choose a man for me, right? If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we fight together. When Saul and all of Israel heard these words in the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. So here's this monster, right? This monster in this whole community's lives, right? 
So they're on, they're in this like, they're on a, a hillside over here and a hillside over here. And the Philistine comes down, Goliath comes down, and he stands in the middle of the valley and he starts preaching up to him. Send me someone down here, right? And they're just looking down upon them. And just the sight of the problem is overwhelming, right? The fact that he's got this big spear and all this armor on him, it's just scaring everybody, right? These are men of God. These are mighty men of God. Matthew 17, verse 20. So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. I can rest in that. No matter how big Goliath is, if that's my issue, I can handle it. Why? Because God just told me I could if I just have faith, just a teeny bit of faith, that mountain goes away. I can say, Goliath, go over there. Go run over there and do something silly. He has to go because I have faith that God's in charge. Right? Goliath has faith that he's in charge. Right? Everything he says is, I, 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 I. Send me. Send something down to me. Right? What's the Goliath you have or have had in your life? Right? Is it lack of a job? Is it lack of a license? Is that such a big Goliath that you can't get anywhere in life? Is it because of drinking and drugging and a lifestyle that just has overwhelmed you and you don't know how to get out of it? Is it food? You can't battle food. What's your Goliath? How much faith do you have that you can stop this Goliath in his tracks? This whole community, right? All of Israel is saying, we got nobody sent down to you. We can't make it down to this. What are we supposed to do? Verse 16. And the Philistine drew near and presented himself 40 days, morning and evening. So here he comes. He's down here 40 days, man. Everybody's still shaking. They don't dare do nothing. He's just, come on, send someone down to me. Send someone. And then what happens is we try to do things ourselves, right? We take the iPod. Goliath is taking the iPod. I'm going to wreck you guys. Send them down here and you guys all become my slave. And that's what our Goliath has done to us. Think of what your Goliath is. Verse 17, Then Jess said to his son David, Take now for your brothers an ephah of this dried grain and these ten loaves and run to your brothers at camp. So now, here comes David. This is where David's getting introduced into this situation. This is this scrawny little 15-year-old kid running down to go see how he can help his brothers. He's been taking care of the sheep. Dad's staying at home. His brothers are down. They've been trained a little bit to be armored guys, right, to go fight. They're, they're down trying to attack this Philistine, but they didn't do nothing. They didn't step up to the plate. So he's running down and bringing them some food. Verse 26. Then David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine, takes away the reproach from Israel? 
For who is uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? We didn't hear that all the way through. Right? Didn't hear that all the way through. Nobody brought God. Everybody's standing up on the side of the mountain, and what are they full of? They're full of Satan. Why? Because Satan is fear. Right? The Philistine, he's he's a warrior for, for Satan. Right? He's a warrior. So he's coming all puffed up. He's got all this weaponry. He's all ready to go. And all the believers in God are just in fear. Except for this little kid. He comes up, I'm going to bring the living God with me. I'm bringing God with me. They say this all the time. Do you go anywhere? Do you bring God with you when you get there? What can God do for you? Anything. What did we just read? Nothing will be impossible for you, right? Nothing. And after the people answered him in this manner, so shall it be done for the man who kills him. Now Elab, the oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men, and Elab's anger was aroused against David and said, Why did you come down here, and with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? He left them with Dad. He didn't do anything. He didn't just decide to go running down there. Dad sent them. But they don't look at him as that. They look at him as the stupid little kid who can't do nothing, right? I know your pride and your insolence of your heart you have come down to see the battle. Well, he probably would like to see the battle too. Right? He's got God with him, so God sent him. His father sent him. Isn't that funny? His father sent him. Right? And what's he say when he gets here? The living God's here. And David said, what have I done now? Is there not a cause? Right? What has he done? I'm down here. There's a cause down here. Right? I want to get clean. I want to change my life. I want to help the people of the world. I want to do things in the name of God, and you're telling me I can't, I shouldn't even be here. You don't know my heart. You think you know my heart. Then he turned, turned, then he turned from him toward another and said the same thing, and these people answered him as the first ones did. Now when the words of which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul, and he sent for him. So Saul, the king, hears that David's bringing God, that he wants to go down there, and he'll fight this guy with God. I got a living God. I'm going to take care of business. He gets back to the guy in charge, and he says, bring him up here. Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. So this little kid says, I'm going to go fight him. <laughs> I don't care what's going on. I'm here. I'm ready. And Saul said to David, You are not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Right? Do you look at your Goliath as something you're not capable of fighting? Right? Well, you're not. Not without God. That's what he's saying. You can't do this on your own. Goliath is here as I, right? David's saying, I'm bringing God. The king is saying, hey, you can't do this. You're just a little kid. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep your father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took out a lamb of the flock, 
I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from the mouth. And when it rose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and the uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he's defied the armies of the living God. Right? Addiction is a defiance against God. It's Satan's rule over us. Whether it be food, whether it be sex, whether it be drugs, whether it be a job, whether it be a relationship, it's all this massive thing that pulls you away, and if you don't bring God with you, you can't fight it. <laughs> and you get there and you go, oh, I think I can do this, all willed up, all myself, I, 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 I can go do this. No, you can't. But you can with the living God, and you can stand mighty when you have God with you. Moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the power of the lion and the power of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. God will remove Goliath from my life. So he said, and Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Here, finally, some. That's right. God can do this. I guess God sent you. Are you sent anywhere in your life to someone who's got a Goliath that you've defeated that you can bring the word of God in and change and change their lives, right? They can grow by just by the sight of you, right? They're all afraid of just the sight of this monstrous Philistine. They're afraid of the sight of him, yet David's not. So when you come into a room, the people look and go, oh, God's here. Why? Because that's what I bring with me. I know, I've watched people duck from me. <laughs> it's like it's not because they're afraid of me. I'm nobody. But they can't handle the word of God. It's too much for them. I watch this. I watch this all the time. So Saul clothed David with his armor, and he put on a bronze helmet and on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk, and for he said not to test them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these. I have not tested them. So David took them off. So this great armor that, he, that everybody else feels he needs to have, he says, I don't need that. I can't even walk around with this stuff on. It's too much for me. Then he took his staff in his hand and he chose himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag and in his pouch, which he had, and he slung his sling was in his hand, and he drew near the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began to draw near David, and the man who bore his shield went before him. Right? So... Even the Philistines got a guard in front of them. David's got a little sling, a rock in it. He's just going, him and God, I'm going. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth, ruddy and good-looking. Right? Here's this skinny little good-looking kid coming down here going to mess with me. Right? 
He threw him off God. He wasn't prepared for that. He prepared for a warrior. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Right? Now, that's the attack upon us from our Goliath. You can't do this job. This relationship isn't any good for you. You're not capable of being a decent person. You can't stay away from those drugs. You can't, you can't get your driver's license. You ain't got enough smarts. You ain't got enough money. You'll never pass the test. You can't have this job. You can't have this apartment. You're no good. You can't get felonies. You can't ever have an apartment. You can have nothing in your life. Those are just Goliaths. And God can override every inch of it. Every inch of it. Right? I just have to walk with God. I have to keep him in my life. He has to be the most important thing. Here it is. He's telling him, you're just a little kid, nothing. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of armies of Israel, whom you have defied. I'm bringing God. That's what I got. I got God. Man, if you can only walk in that, right? James chapter 4, verse 7. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. I resist myself from that Goliath. It has no strength over me. You know, one of the things that I had to do in life is all the issues, many of you know all the things that I've been through in life, was forgive people. Because the Goliath was not forgiven people, and not forgiven people caused me to stay in pain and rage over the issues. But once I forgave the people, there was no longer, I was no longer held captive to the actions of what other people did to me. I was set free from that through God. Right? I'm set free from addiction of drugs and cigarettes and vapor. All that, I've, I had all those addictions. I'm set free from them through Christ. Because on my own, I want to smoke, I want to swear, I want to do silly stuff, I want to go, but as I rest in Christ, right? Just a little bit of faith, right? Matthew 17, 20. Remember, we just said that. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, I don't believe, I, I don't believe I'm capable. I'm not capable. For assuredly I say to you, if you have faith, I have faith, Lord, that you have it. I said, Lord, remove the desire to smoke, to vape, to swear. It's not there anymore. The thought's there, but the desire is not attached to it. From here, tell that mountain, move from here to there. Vapor, go away. Cigarettes, go away. Swearing, go away. It will move. Nothing will be impossible. Everybody said I'll never make it past 20. <laughs> Every person I knew. I had teachers in, in junior high school, which is now middle school, said I'll never make 16. <laughs> And some of my friends didn't. They were dying by gunshots. They were dying by car accidents. 
They were overdosing. They said, that's going to be you. That's going to be you. That's going to be you. And here I am, just a couple of years later. <laughs> the next time I get, I got to renew my license in five years. I'll be 70. <laughs> Man. Chamoke. <laughs> What's your Goliath? What are you willing to rest in God's hands with? What will you give the faith of God to remove? Do you have a vision of removal of the issue, or do you have a vision of such a great Goliath that you can't get past it? I'll never be able to get there from here. If we could never get there from here, none of us would be in this church today. <laughs> none of us. Right? Are you afraid of the devil? Or is he afraid of you? Is he afraid you're going to bring the word of God to people that don't have the faith that you have? Bring your faith into some place, right? Don't worry about it. It's all good. God's going to take care of this. Many events that I get to go to, and you know, it's a struggle sometimes to rest in that faith, but I know the truth of the faith because I've rested in it. Doesn't mean I'm not going to get a little wiggly in my head over it. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. <laughs> this little kid talking to this giant, right? In this day I will give the, give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth and all of the earth will know that there is a God in Israel. <laughs> right? As people see you conquer your Goliath, They'll know. Especially if you couldn't conquer it. And you went back and you came. And you went back and you came. Now all of a sudden you're not. How come you're not? What's the difference? I brought Jesus with me this time. Oh. People will stay away from you. People will be drawn to you. Then all the assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give it into your hands. Right? That's very important, right? That's a very important statement in our time right now. Read that again. Then all the assemblies shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear. Doesn't everybody want to go to war right now? They want to go to war in the name of Jesus. He's not saying that. If he, he could have given David the biggest weapons, he could have gone a different route. He could have given him a 25-pound spear that he could have thrown and killed Goliath with. And then it would show how mighty he could make the human being be by a, a mighty spear. But he didn't. Give him a little sling and a pebble. And he killed him with God. He didn't kill him with a weapon. He killed him with God. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, and David hurried and ran to the army to meet the Philistine. He's running down. He wants to go fight this dude. Man, he's going. Right? He's, bring it on. 
right? I'll quit everything. Bring it on. I'm here. Then David put his hand in his bag. He took out a stone. He put it in his sling, and he slung it, and he struck the Philistine in the forehead. So the stone sank into the forehead, and he fell to his face under the earth. <laughs> right? Boom. <laughs> He's got all this stuff, man. He's got this big helmet on. He's got all his 125-pound coat. His legs all covered in bronze. He's got coverings on his arms so he can't get sliced open. I'm just going to come. Pop. <laughs> Drop him. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hands of David. He's got no sword. How's he going to fulfill what he said he's going to do? He says, I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going, to, I'm going to just touch your body away, right? Therefore, David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword, and drew it out of his sleeve, and killed him and cut off his head with it. <laughs> right? Took his own weapons. Right? You're going to defy God. You're going to be attacked through God. You can be used as mightily as you want to be if you're willing to rest in God. I don't care what the problem is in your life. I don't care what sin you think you've committed that you can't have God in your life. He's a loving, caring God. There's no battle. There's rest. Rest in God. Rest in God and charge forward and, and just believe that it's taken care of. It's all been done in my life. I couldn't stand it. I have, most of my believing is because it's been completed in my life. You know, I do have areas that i got to work on, as everybody else. Drugs. Sleeping outside. It's like... Living in, I liked living in the streets to some degree. There was no rules. But the problem was, there was no rules. <laughs> people, people were dead beside me because someone smashed them with a bottle on the head and took their sneakers. Because we were living in the streets. There was no stopping somebody from overdosing. So we were all just trying to get as high as we possibly could. To just be completely obliviated from life. And then people come and did things to you while you were passed out on the side of the road. Kill you. The things that happen in life that we create trying to self-heal. If we can just give it to God and trust that he'll take care of it. He'll, sometimes it takes 40 years for things to get taken care of. So sometimes we don't like the timeline. I need it now. Well, there's reasons why it's going to be a while. There's a reason why maybe you don't get your license until you're 28 or 29. Maybe because God knew that at, at 20 you would have been high and ran over and killed somebody. Or you could be in a car accident that killed a relative or a friend or someone that you loved or someone that you didn't love, someone that you just ran over. Or maybe you put yourself in such a, a jackpot that you'd be in a hospital the rest of your life. God knew. He knows it all. 
Things come in his time. It comes in his time, and I let it come in his time. Here's the whole, what? 40 days, 40 nights, this guy stood in front of the Philistines. Uh, the, stood in front of Israel. Say, come down and fight me. The whole crowd. Then comes this little scrawny kid. When? 40 days later. For some reason, 40 days had to go by before David shows up on the scene. God's timing. It wasn't anybody else's timing. That was God's timing. He didn't send a mighty warrior. He sent a little kid. <laughs> Why? Because God can do anything. There isn't anything that can stop God. And guess what? God doesn't need you. God doesn't need you for one second to help him. That's the great thing. He wants you. There's the difference. He wants you. When no one else wanted David, what are you doing here? What are you doing? His family. What are you doing here? Now, I say God sent me like he said. God sent me. I'm going to come see what's going on here. God sent me. Why? I don't know yet. I'm going to find out what God sent me here for, and then I'm going to fulfill what God has sent me here for. That's what he said. <laughs> then when no one else wanted to fight this dude, he said, I'll go. <laughs> Let me go. No, no, you can't go. Well, you're not doing nothing about it. <laughs> you're going to sit there and say nothing's going to be done about it. I'm here. I'm willing to take the chance. Why? Because God sent me. <laughs> Here I am. He sends me every week to preach his word. Satan tries to kill me. He tries to attack me. He takes away my vehicles. He takes away everything that I have. And I still keep coming because God replaces it. Sometimes instantly. Sometimes it takes a while. But everything that Satan attacks me with is okay because God's going to replace it tenfold. He always has. He always does. I'm clean and sober and I can stand on that. Amen? Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for showing us Goliath. Thank you for showing us David's faith in you to crush him. But, but you knew that before it even happened. You knew this before the existence of the world. May we rest that we know that you know that we're capable because you know the outcome before you have us go through it. You know we're not willing or able without you, and you need us to see how much with you we can be. If there's anybody here that hasn't received you, or hasn't joined your team, let this be the time. Let this be the place. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I know you're the Son of God. Forgive me. Come into my heart and live. I want to know you. Amen. But that said, Lord, touch everybody's heart. Everybody in, in range of hearing your words today, here, today, Lord. Give them the best night's sleep they've ever had. Give them peace. Let them have a peace throughout the day that can only come from you. 